if you made it through all six episodes of An Exam in Life, you know that we've went through all the questions that we had originally said we were going to go through. Um, but there was one more segment that we began talking about in, in the midst of talking about um, distraction. And I thought it was worth putting together because there was enough um, content here to create a little mini episode about digital discipleship um, either for ourselves and, and how to handle media possibly um, and, and really looking at what does it look like to digitally disciple the next generation, our kids, the students, um, the children, our youth ministry, and begin thinking about how we um, engage with media. Do we uh, run away from it and, and you know shelter them? Do we let them watch some stuff but have conversations with them? Do we just give free reign? What is the answer here? And so I just wanted to give an extra bonus episode um, to, to hopefully help you um, steward this digital um, space that we so many times live in, um, in in this 21st century world. And so, hope you enjoy. And so those are the types of things like, I don't know, I think through it and I don't know 100% that I have it there. One thing I wanted to say with Curate Media, just in the COVID-19, yeah. and this is something just by way of like, we, my family, because of more time, watched more movies. We watched through all of the Avengers movies, yeah. and we watched through now all of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. But we are also still like, with Disney Plus, um, yeah. Yeah. we were also still very much like, should, we were very much like, as a, we watch it as a family, right? If that makes sense. And it's, it's it, one of the things to curate is don't, don't do it alone. Do it as do it in a sense of community, and so then we have, we, we, we have discussions like, what is your favorite Avengers movie? Is like talked about all is talked about all the time, just and then why? Um, The correct answer is Thor Ragnarok. Just if you're wondering, but that's that's not correct. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, you can you can. No, I'm right on that. (laughs) That's another podcast. But um, but it just became something that. Curate would be done in fellowship and community, something yeah. you talk about, not something that I zoned out on. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that can tie into not only curating but you know family and relationships. Yeah. Like there's just something about that, and I think it's it. Again, there, you know, I, at one point I, I remember someone, a pastor saying like, there are things we should reject. There are things we can redeem. There are things we can, you know, there's like four R's or whatever. But I just remember reject and redeem most of the time. But I think about that a lot, like watching something with Zion or watching something with just Kelsey and I or whatever together rather than separate. Um, not only like it creates a bond, like, oh, you can talk about it later. But there's been a lot of conversations where like conceptually – we're like, why? Why don't do we believe in that concept? Why do we not believe in that concept? And it, it's little things, but it's just like, you know, I mean, we were talking about the other day, like we we're watching event. We just finished the same thing of all the way through all the Avengers, all the yeah. Marvel stuff, and and um, had the conversation. Kelsey and I just do. You, do you think there are aliens somewhere else out there? And if there are aliens, does that negate the presence of or you know that God is not real and do we need to then evangelize to them if they're 
are aliens that do like it just this whole rabbit hole and it's not like but it's it was one of those things and then there are other deeper concepts of uh you know so many different so many different things of you know uh systemic racism or or things that come up through through watching movies and art and things like that that i think i think there's something to that to say collectively you can now engage in that and say now let's pull it back to a biblical thing and say from a biblical worldview how do you engage with that now or how do you talk about that with your kids or whatever it is yeah i'm um i'm very passionate about that subject in terms of discipling my kids and using media the main form of media if i'm just broadening to use is books i read aloud to my children Mm. let me talk through the concept i just finished pride and prejudice and then the girls i wasn't invited but the girls all went and watched the kira knightley version of pride and prejudice but talking through the concept of them that's presented in there of say the silly girl the girl that just goes after whatever guy and embarrasses her family um in the process and why why does it look that way or why is it that somebody who can come across as stuck up actually might have a good heart versus someone that entices you with their you know charm and their um have been great conversations to have with this and um, the reality is I did the same thing with Harry Potter, and I did the same thing with... Uh, is that even, like, allowed? I'm not even sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get fired up at this point. One But they're having all those discussions. And so, like, I know I have a discussion planned because we just watched yeah. the movie Soul, which presents a transcendental um, meditative state. Mm-hmm. And I've got to talk my kids through that, and I invite it. Just as in Hamilton, when we when we the kids really wanted to watch Hamilton PG thirteen, yeah. dealing with ideas like, um, you know, uh, particularly uh, um, what is it, an affair? Yeah. Um, yeah, which, yeah. which we I had to discuss that through with my older my older tween daughters, but they're they're at the age where they need to start thinking through of how the world's broken, why the sin's there, why why do things like divorce exist, why do people break up, and then mm-hmm. and see in contrast what we've been presented in the Bible. I think it's important, and not to fear that in the, the media, but rather be intentional with the media so that you're discussing with it. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think that's a person, and people can disagree with whatever, you know, you know, there is a thought process of that Kelsey and I are talking through with our kids, of, or with, with each other about our kids of saying, you know, we we have seen, and I understand, like sheltering to right. the upteenth degree of like you didn't watch anything because the world is so bad, and and then and not that that concept is not particularly true. The world has fallen, as you just right. said, but then also seeing a lot of those um, kids that did that, and like they get out of mom and dad's house, which eventually happens. Hopefully, they go to college, they go to somewhere. And they now have to interact with the world, with people that don't believe in Jesus, with whether they should go see, you know, they see a movie that mom and dad might not have let them see if they live in their house. And now they have no framework for that. They have no framework on how to handle, you know, a certain concept in a movie or whatever it is, or, or how to talk to somebody that's doesn't believe the same thing that they do and so and 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 trying to um and and all this to say again we go back to just digital distraction stuff like it it, it's 
not necessarily an enemy thing. It's it's something can you I, and you can do it like I think he gave a perfect Luke gave a perfect example on with tween daughters how you walk through this. I have a three year old. You can so do this like with a three year old. Like it's again harder and again how much is sticking is the hard part. But that my this my little dude loves Moana, and there is something amazing about at the end when it's a whole different culture right it's like kind of hawaiian culture ancestral different things multiple gods right and i could either say no no no, that has has all those things you're not watching that or i can let him watch it and then we have a conversation and and there's a part at the end where like it's a lava monster or whatever and it was turned into a lava monster because they stole her heart or whatever. But you see when the heart's returned, you see this blackened lava, gross, broken land be restored into green, lush garden basically. And like I use that as like, Zion, did you know that when Jesus comes back, the earth is going to be restored yeah. and like into a kind of garden city? And it's just like, but Jesus is going to do that and making that very clear. But it's just like, there are so many things, and, and there are so many storylines that go along with the idea of the gospel right. redemption. It's just the which is all what kind of some of this is. It's just like we want all of the good stuff that comes with Jesus in the Bible without Jesus, and let's let's try to get peace. Let's try to get you know the sense of meditative state of uh, you know wholeness or whatever through this but the reality is we just we want without the creator of the universe the, the line from this culture moment that you make me think of right now is you want the kingdom without the king yeah exactly um and i think one of the things in media even secular media um i want them to be looking for those themes that in avengers are yeah. unbelievably obvious um and uh in harry potter are outright yeah. as um i know some christians are not a big fan of harry oh, potter yeah. but I understand. I but understand. but they have these themes that draw us back and then go this is why jesus is the real story and the desires that harry potter is trying to deal with or that avengers is trying to deal with has those has are are there and they're met and they're answered actually in christ you know what i mean and i i love i love doing that being able to have those conversations with our kids yeah.